3: Welcome to episode 928 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. It's great to be back with you all. Uh, Reminder, because I do get tweets and emails and DMs, Uh, I am off Tuesdays, Wednesdays, so I missed you guys last couple days. I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday, because uh, when you work in the sports betting industry, you have a weird schedule in football season, so... I work the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. As a result, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm off. No Market Insights pod. Uh, But it's great to be back with you now. Getting back into the groove. Want to give a shout-out to Ben Wilson, my guy, who does a great job filling in Tuesdays and Wednesdays on the Morning Bets pod. Uh, But we got a lot to get to today, guys. And one of the benefits of being off Tuesday, Wednesday, is that every other day I work, we got primetime football games to talk about. So a lot to get down on tonight. I have a five-pack of sweats for you. I have a play on the Thursday night football matchup tonight. I have a college football game. Very, very fishy. Maureen Chase, I know, is very interested in this one. Uh, two college basketball games that caught my eye. One NHL game that I'll be getting down on tonight. And then I have a look ahead for this weekend. One NFL game and one college game uh, for uh, for both uh, pro and college football that I'm thinking about hitting right now. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, but last time we talked, guys, 1-2 uh, and two Monday. Couldn't get the Wizards over. The Wizards did not score a point, I think, from seven minutes left in the game. So that one was rough. Uh, and then St. John's, we beat the closing line. What did we get A Minus, I don't even remember, minus one and a half, minus two. I think they money lined them. I think they closed like minus three and a half and they got blown out. So that wasn't fun. But we did get our Denver prime time under, baby. Uh, Denver, the lean, obviously, was a pretty good lean, too, as Denver won outright, beat the Bills. But that game stayed under. So once again, death taxes and prime time unders. Now 25-7 on the year, 78%. Unbelievable. Uh, will that be a factor in tonight's game? Hint, hint. Uh, but then looking toward today, guys, uh, I don't know if anyone uh, read the um, or um, listened to Morning Bets, but I had an early play, a Ken Palm sound the alarm, woo, woo, on my beloved alma mater, UVM, baby, the University of Vermont. Uh, UVM was getting a few points at a very early or for a very early uh, 1130 a.m. Eastern time. Um, tournament game, a, uh, or one of those kind of like early uh, early season Maui Invitationals, whatever it was, I think it was, uh, what was it, the uh, South Carolina Invitational or uh, Myrtle Beach is what I wanted to say. But anyway, uh, our old tried and true. I said UVM, we're getting a Ken Palm sound the alarm because UVM, Ken Palm had them winning the game, whereas in the betting market, they were getting two, three points there. Uh, so it was nice to see UVM have a huge comeback late, they were down 15 at one point. They stormed back. They rolled in the second half. They won. I think set was it 74 to 63 to 74 or whatever it was. Uh, but a great hit there to start the day. It's always nice. It's funny when you get those early games. It's like it can really kind of set the stage for your day overall. Like if you win your first one, you're like, let's go. Let's have a huge day. If you lose your first one, it's like, oh, here we go. Already down before you know before noon time. But uh, luckily, our Ken Palm sound the alarm play again. For those of you who are new, Ken Palm's projections log in, go to the fan match tab. If he has a team winning the game, but in the betting market, there are dog getting points. That's the alarm Woo, woo that we're going to take that team plus the points because the number one analytics guy in all the land has them winning the game. Therefore there is value. So nice to see UVM come up absolutely massive to start the day. Uh, anyway, guys, before we dive into our sweats here for today, real quick housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the VEASAN daily newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Plug in your email, hit submit. Very simple, very easy. Uh, but once you sign up, you're then going to wake up every morning to that daily newsletter. And again, it's free, it costs you nothing, and it gives you great insights. You wake up every morning, uh, even if you just open up your email and spend you know 60 seconds going through the newsletter, let you know all the big games on tap that day, links to all of our articles, promos for legal sports books, as well as um, links to all of our podcasts as well. So it's a great way for us to make it easy on you when you're making your coffee and you're baking and eggs in the morning, boom, set the table, get excited about getting down in the betting market. And even if there's one little link or one little nugget that helps you win a bet, then we consider that a win-win for everybody. So uh, sign up VEASAN.com newsletter. And again, it'll keep you posted on the daily betting market as well as what's going on at VEASAN and what's going on in Las Vegas as well. So after that, if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're enjoying all the free resources at VEASAN You're saying, hey, I'm willing to spend a little money to make a little bit of money. Well, then I have something for you. Uh, It is the VEASAN All Access Pro Membership. Become a pro member. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Once you sign up, you're going to get everything we offer, best bet picks, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, as well as all of our betting guides, all included when you become a pro member. And, of course, you also get uh, all of our our betting guides as well. And I really like that that DraftKings uh, betting splits page to me. That's a huge resource when it comes to becoming a pro member. Uh, So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then of course, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real time market. You hear me say it all the time, but especially with the NBA, Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. The Celtics uh, rolled last night. It didn't matter, but there was an alert there that both Jalen Brown and Chris Porzingis was out and the Celtics went from like minus three and a half, minus four. I think they got up to five at one point. They ended up closing like minus one and a half. Again, that's a bad example because Celtics were so good, it didn't matter. They won anyway. But the whole point being, especially in the NBA, you're going to get these injuries, these you know unforeseen guys being scratched or not playing, and Twitter's going to be where you're going to get that info first. So uh, especially with the NHL starting goalies, um, breaking news, breaking injuries, again, all available to you first on, in the Twitter sphere. So make sure you follow at Live, the mothership. We pump out great sports betting content all day. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. I just hit 25,000 followers. So I want to give a shout out to all y'all who, who have been following and supporting me. And if you haven't followed me yet, give me a follow. Let's get to let's get to 26k soon. Uh but anyway, you can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vson.com. So with that being said, let's get after it, guys. I'm re- I'm re- I'm uh, ready to go refreshed. I actually have our uh we have our softball uh beer league our first playoff game tonight and it's been like freezing every day and today it's like sixty degrees, so I'm pretty pumped. Uh, under the lights, first round of the playoffs. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Should be a good day, hopefully, knock on wood, especially with UVM giving us a winner to start the day. So anyway, let's dive into our sweats, guys, starting with, you guessed it, the NFL. we got a big Thursday night football showdown here tonight, the Bengals and the Baltimore uh, Ravens. Currently, this game is Ravens minus three and a half, Totals is 46 and a half. So starting off with setting the table, start with the side, then we'll look toward the total. Uh, Bengals are 5-4 and four coming into this matchup. They had their four-game winning streak, however, snapped last week. They lost to the Texans 30-27. Uh, they were a 5.5-point home favorite in that one. Remember, that was that steam that kept hitting Houston uh, nonstop and caused that move, and actually, you know, C.J. Stroud led them to a late win. Uh, Ravens, meanwhile, 7-3. and three. They also had a four-game winning streak snap last week. They lost to the Browns 33-31, lost outright as a six-point home favorite. So what we seen across the market here, well, I think this is uh, pretty undeniable that the sharp play is the Ravens tonight. Uh, Ravens opened as a three-point home favorite, and the public is saying, hey, three points? I'll take that all day with Joe Burrow. These teams are relatively evenly matched. They're both coming off losses. You know, since you could win this game outright, you might as well take the points. These are two evenly matched clubs. It's a coin flip, so you might as well take the points. However, despite 61% of bets taking Cincinnati, this line has moved further to Baltimore. Baltimore went from minus three up to minus three and a half. They even touched minus four at some shops before he had a little buyback, bringing it back down to three and a half. But that's the most important thing to me here, the fact that you have public all over the Cincinnati Bengals, yet the Lions going to the Ravens. That is a classic reverse line move. Uh, RLM, you hear me say it all the time, but for anyone new, uh, reverse line movement is when the betting line goes away from the popular side toward the unpopular side. So think of it this way. If nearly two-thirds of bets are on Joe Burrow tonight, you know, why are the odds makers when they were first giving you three points now saying, hey, you like Burrow? Let's give you three and a half now. Seems too good to be true, right? Seems fishy. Yes, it does. Tells me you had smart money coming in on the Ravens, causing that RLM in their favor. So Ravens would have notable contrarian value. They're only getting 39% of bets in a heavily bet primetime game. It's a fade the trendy dog player. Remember, we like the gross dogs, the dogs that, have, uh, that look like they're gross, have fleas, have no shot. Uh, when they become popular, though, and the public gets down on them, which is somewhat rare because the public loves betting favorites, the safer bet, the better team. Uh, That's when the dogs become trendy, and therefore we want to bet against them. Also, you look at Thursday night football home favorites. They're 54%. They're 86-72 and ATS since 2005. Short week benefits the better team that doesn't have to travel. Favorites on the season, it's been a weird year. Uh, Typically you have – I I, I can't even remember the last year. Favorites were just straight-up profitable. Uh, they're 76 and 69 ATS 52% or 52.4%. Remember 52.38% is the break-even point, assuming minus 110 juice uh, primetime dogs, you know, they were great for the last few years. Not so great this year. The 13 and 16 ATS 45%, but they are 57% since 2020. Um, however, there are a couple of Joe Burrow angles here that worry me a little bit if you're laying the points of the Ravens. So I do lean Ravens quite a bit just from the fact of public Cincy at line going to Ravens, but this is what would worry you. Joe Burrow, he's 17 and eight against the spread as a dog, 68%. He's 13 and five ATS, 72% off a loss. And it is a classic divisional matchup. Again, divisional dogs. I lean toward getting the points in divisional games because of the built in familiarity, leveling the playing field, benefiting the team, getting points. So I think it's pretty clear, you know, public Cincy line going to Baltimore. Baltimore is the sharp play. But then it's a divisional dog. You know, you got these good Joe Burrow numbers. I lean Baltimore, but I'll do the same thing I did on Monday night uh, where I leaned I leaned uh, um, the Broncos. I probably should have played them, but I laid off and I just took the under, and that's what I'm doing tonight, guys. Death, taxes, say it with me, and primetime unders. Uh, that's pretty much all I need to know. I'll give you the full breakdown here, though. Uh, it's very similar to that Monday night game where the total did rise. You know, it opened at around 44, it's in bed up to 46 and a half. It was 46 this morning. So it's definitely rising 68% bets, uh, or sorry, 58% bets, 68% money's on the over. But once again, uh, it's hard to go against these ridiculously good under betting systems. So on the one hand, think of it this way, if you're betting over 46 and a half right now, you're getting the worst of the number after you've already lost two and a half points of value. And you're getting the worst of it, so that's not something that I want to do. On the flip side, this creates an opportunity to stick to that primetime under trend and get some inflated line value. So I'm going under 46 and a half now. Uh, again, I got 46 this morning. I'll stick with my 46, but if you haven't bet it yet, you can now get the hook. I'm hoping that this gets back down to 46. Just some late money breaks under, uh, but unders this year, uh, they are 89 and 60, 60 percent primetime unders incredibly 25 and seven, 78% outdoor divisional unders are 96 and 65 since 2021, 60%. Ravens are six and four to the under this year. They're 18 and nine, excuse me, to the under since the start of last year, 67%. Both teams are in the bottom half in terms of pace of play. Ravens are 18th. Bengals are 19th in terms of uh, offensive plays run per game. Um, And then also it's just a classic. It is contrarian. Again, you're having around 60% of bets on the over, uh, but you're taking advantage of inflated lines. So I wouldn't call this under a sharp under. I'd call it an inflated under, a contrarian under, and a betting system under. Now, the forecast in Baltimore uh, should be pretty nice for football. Low 40s, clear skies, 3-5 to five mile per hour winds, so not much in the way of wind. But Adrian Hill, the lead ref, historically he has favored road teams, 55% against the spread. That would lean a little bit, again, with um, uh, with the Bengals but he's 60% to the under historically. So you add it all up here, guys, I think it's pretty clear. Smart money is leaning Baltimore, public Cincy at line going to Baltimore, but I don't want to go totally up against these borough trends. It is a divisional game. So I'm going right back to the well, prime time unders. Give me the under 46 and a half Cincy Baltimore tonight. Keep on cruising, sticking with some Thursday night football, but now let's go to the college gridiron. Boston College and Pittsburgh. Now, this one is very interesting to me for a couple reasons. Uh, number one is that Pittsburgh is favored in this game. Doesn't that make absolutely no sense? For those who you know, don't have the background on these two teams, BC is 6-4. and four. They just had a five-game win streak snapped last week. They lost to Vatek 48-22. They were two and a two-and-a-half point home dog in that one. There's actually a really sharp move late to Vatek. I think they went dog to fave in that one. Uh, Pittsburgh, meanwhile, is 2-8. and eight they've lost four straight they just lost to Syracuse 28 to 13 they're actually favored in that game um but Pittsburgh is favored why is Pittsburgh minus two and a half in this game they're actually minus three earlier this uh earlier today but right from the standpoint of how what a line means and how it can kind of you know trap the public into uh like a perception so what I'm getting at is Pittsburgh is two and eight yet they're favored over a team that's six and four that makes no sense why is Pittsburgh favored here uh, I'm gonna embrace this fishy number. Now I can't tell you, you know, X, Y, and Z why Pittsburgh is favored tonight, but I can tell you that they are a very fishy by low, low play. And kind of just when you, you know, kind of first start betting on sports, like I'd say, hey, BC all day, six and four against two and eight. You're giving me points. The wrong team is favored. You know that's what you're seeing all day. Hammer BC. But this is a fishy number that makes no sense. And I've learned, having betting, uh, having been betting on sports, you know, every day for. I'm 36 years old. I was 21, of course, when I started. So for 15 years, I've learned to embrace these fishy numbers that make no sense. Um, So I'm going to go Pittsburgh here. They actually opened at minus one. They got bet up to minus three at some shops. Again, your debt back down to two and a half. But this was always a money line play for me. I got them, I want to say, what was it, minus 150 this morning. You can now get them around minus 135. Uh, So I'll go money line here. And again, I can't tell you the rush defense against the you know the offensive line, or there's injuries in the secondary, or X, Y, and Z. You know I'll leave that up to Michael Lombardi, uh, but what I can tell you is that it makes absolutely no sense that a two and eight team is favored over a six and four team. And not only are, are they favored, but they open minus one; they're up to two and a half, and they even reach three. So I'm going to embrace the fishy line, and I'm gonna go Pittsburgh here because it makes no sense why Pitt is favored if they're such a bad team. Uh, so give me Pittsburgh on the money line. Again, I got a minus one fifty this morning. Now you're looking at around. A minus 135, but let's go pit and a very, very fishy, fishy number that makes absolutely no sense. We're gonna take a very, very short break here, guys. I told you we had a five pack, we just hit on two of them uh, NFL and college football for tonight. We're gonna come back with two college basketball games for tonight, one NHL game, and then I have a couple bets for you to consider betting right now in both the NFL and college football for this upcoming weekend. And I'm also gonna give you an update on the game I told you that was my favorite game of the week. Talked about it on Monday, Uh, Oregon State, Washington. Well, guess what? We're looking pretty damn good with the Beavers right now. So all that and more when we return on episode 928 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back.
2: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties,
0: and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you.
1: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
3: Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, or if you already have, then make sure you check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a big thirsty Thursday, November 16th. Uh, We're getting uh, pretty close to Thanksgiving, guys. We're getting – very, very close. So i got to pick up a honey-baked ham, actually, in uh, Nashville, New Hampshire, and drive it uh, with my wife and my daughter, my very uh, furry daughter, metal pup, uh, back to the uh, the parents' house in the in the woods of Western Mass next week. So I uh, hope everyone's excited and is uh, looking forward to food, adult beverages, pies, and, uh, and sitting on the couch and watching football. Uh, that should be a great week next week. Uh, but anyway, start of the pod, uh, celebrating, hopefully, if you're on it. The Morning Bats pod play this morning on UVM, baby. Go, Cats, go. By the way, I am an alma mater, or that is my alma mater, I should say. I went to the University of Vermont, graduated in 2009, class of 2009. Uh, yes, I am now that old. Uh, it feels like I was a freshman yesterday, but what are you going to do? Anyway, it was a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Ken Palm had UVM winning the game, yet UVM was a dog getting points. So it's a woo-woo alarm play, and UVM came through with a big win. So moving on, uh, NFL. Again, sharp move to the Baltimore Ravens, public Cincy, line going to Ravens. But because of the borough stats, divisional game, uh, I went with the under, 46 and a half. And I will go down with the ship with uh, prime time unders because uh, they are so damn good that I will be playing them. Uh, and, again, I know at one point they're going to fly over. Hopefully it's not tonight. Uh, but I cannot pass up another prime time under, especially divisional under here. So give me under 46 and a half. And then the game that made no sense was Pittsburgh at home against BC. Why is Pitt favored? If they're two and eight against a team, that's six and four. So give me that fishy money line on pit. Keep on cruising guys. Uh, looking at a few more bets here for tonight. Uh, I'll give you an NHL bet. I'm going with, let me find it for you. It's a late game here. Uh, St. Louis. Give me the St. Louis blues. Uh, the blues are tonight um, on the road at the San Jose sharks. I got the blues at minus two ten. It's a little bit hefty of a price as always bet to risk versus bet to win. So I'm not risking 2.1 units to win one unit. I'm risking my one unit, trying to get a little little less than a half unit back. But I got a lot of boxes being checked off here by St. Louis. Uh, the Blues actually opened as low as a minus 180 road favorite at the Sharks. They're now all the way up to minus 210. Uh, some books I even see like a minus 225. So shop around, try to get the best number you can. But a lot of betting systems here matching on St. Louis aside from the big steam move. We look at uh, road favorites minus 200 or more. They're 14 and 7 this year, 67%. Uh, favorite off a win versus an opponent who missed the postseason. That's 34 and 18, 65% uh, this year. Road faves minus 175 or more are 19 and 8 this year, 70%. And they also have a favorite versus a team who missed the postseason, 62%. So a lot of variations of kind of the same system here. But St. Louis. Uh, offensively, they're averaging 2.9 goals a game versus 1.3 for the Sharks. Sharks have been the worst team in hockey this year. I think they started like 0-8, and, and then they won like three straight, now they've lost three straight in a row. Um, but defensively, big advantage here for St. Louis. They're only giving up 2.5 goals a game versus 4.4 for San Jose. Uh, penalty kill, big advantage for St. Louis, 76% versus 69%. But addition, in addition to the steam move, the betting system matches, better offense, better defense, it's really the goaltending. Uh, got confirmation here, and anyone who is betting hockey, I'd recommend following Daily Faceoff. Uh, it used to be left-wing lock, but Daily Faceoff to me is the best when it comes to goalies being confirmed and starting, um, uh, as well as uh, kind of like your, your forward group and your defense group. But anyway, it's going to be Bennington against Capo Kakanen. And Bennington on the year has a 2.27 goals against average. He's uh, He's got a 930 save percentage. Kakanen, 4.44 goals against and an 875. Uh, save percentage. So St. Louis has a big steam move. They are better offense, better defense, better goaltending. Uh, I'm going St. Louis here, guys. Shop around. I got the Blues at minus 210. Keep on cruising. A couple other bets here. Now let's go to college hoops. Uh, got a game here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, Oklahoma State and St. Bonaventure. Uh, give me OK State. I got OK State on the money line, minus 150. Just win the damn game. Uh, but first off, notice the move toward Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State actually opened a minus two, uh, minus two favorite. Again, this is a neutral site game, uh, minus two, two and a half. Now they're up to minus three. So this line is moving in favor of Oklahoma State. Now Ken Palm has Oklahoma State winning by two, so there's not really a great edge here. You, know, you could say Bonnie's plus three would provide value, but um, the line, the movement is going toward Oklahoma State. Uh, as well as, again, Ken Palm has them winning by two. We're money lining, so all we care is that they win the game. Uh, better ranked team. Ken Palm has OK State ranked 82nd in the country versus 98th for the Bonnies. But this is where it gets good if you look at uh, a lot of these stat categories head-to-head. Uh, both teams, are, they're similar, but offensively, OK State through uh, so far this year, they're averaging 72 points a game versus 70 for the Bonneys. Uh, defensively, they're giving up 67 versus 70. For the Bonnies, better field goal shooting 44% versus 43% and hopefully the big edge here is rebounding they're averaging 36 boards a game versus 32 for St. Bonaventure so again as soon as this line opened, you had a lot of okay state money flow in they opened minus two you know minus two two and a half now they're up to three Ken Palm does have a winning the game he has them ranked higher uh, and we have a better offense defense field goal shooting and rebounding so you add it all up here guys Taking a shot on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. But I'm not laying a three. OK State wins by one or two. I lose. They win by three. I push. This is a money line play for me. Always money line short favorites. Um, usually it'll take you you know, laying a three and winning by one or two to kind of see the light when it comes to this. Obviously you're, you're laying more chalk, but I think there's a reason for it. It's to protect yourself from a short victory. So I'm going OK State here. Line move. Ken Palm has them winning. Better stat categories. Higher ranked team. I am on OK State. Money line at minus 150. Then one more bet for you. I'm going to take a shot on Liberty tonight. Give me Liberty or give me death. Liberty is uh, facing off against Furman. Not a huge line move here. You know, Liberty opens minus one and a half, two-point favorite. They pretty much stayed minus one and a half, two across the market. It's mostly minus one and a half's painted right now. But this would be a little bit more of a Ken Palm edge. Uh, and there's also another angle here that I want to back Liberty. So Liberty, uh, first off, both teams are averaging 90 points a game. They're scoring a ton. But there is a huge, a massive discrepancy in terms of defense. Uh, Furman is giving up 72 a game. Liberty, what they're known for is their defense. They're only giving up 51 a game. So they're both averaging 90 offensively. But Liberty's only giving up 51 versus Furman giving up 72. So I think the defense of Liberty here hopefully will give Furman a ton of problems. Um, Better field goal shooting as well. 54% 54% versus 49% for Liberty. And here's where it gets good. Ken Palm has Liberty winning by three. Again, if we are money lining a minus one and a half, which is what I'm doing, a um, little bit of a, an edge there. So I actually got Liberty at minus 120 on the money line. But also in terms of rankings, uh, we have Liberty ranked number 62 in the country. Furman is 99. So it's not a huge line move. You know, it's not like, you know, everybody's on Furman and Liberty went from a pick'em to minus three. It's pretty much been, Liberty minus one and a half the whole time. Uh, but I think this is more of a value play on a Ken Palm edge. Again, has him winning by three, higher ranked team, and I'm really going to bank on the defense, uh, defensive advantage for Liberty here. So give me Liberty on the money line. Win the damn game, Liberty at minus 120. All right, so we ran through our five pack here. Uh, now I'm going to update you on two bets that I have made for this weekend, as well as give you an update on my favorite game of the week, uh, which is, let's go to college football. You guessed it. We talked about it on Monday. Hopefully uh, hopefully you guys put it in because we're getting some good CLV right now. I'm talking about Oregon State, baby. Uh, This one is unbelievable uh, for a bunch of different reasons here. Biggest one being on Monday when we talked about this game, it just didn't make any sense here because you had uh, both teams that are are ranked, obviously. However, you have Washington, the higher-ranked team, and yet Washington uh, has the line going against them. The line's going to Oregon State. Washington ranked fifth. Oregon State ranked 10th. Washington is getting 81% of bets. Yet, Washington opened as a short favorite. When we talked on Monday, I think it was Oregon State minus one. Oregon State is now minus two and a half. So if Oregon State's only getting 19% of bets in the most heavily bet game of the weekend, why on earth is the line moving toward the Beavers and not Washington? Uh, that also match our two ranked teams take the home favorite system. That's 20 and two straight up, 91%. So hopefully you got Oregon State. You know, minus 115, minus 120 on Monday when we mentioned it on the pod. Uh, But now they're up to minus 135, minus 140. So if you haven't bet it yet, again, still my favorite play of the weekend with Oregon State. But I found another one for you. Uh, It is a total. It is Illinois and Iowa. Now, uh, last week we had, uh, I think, a perfect test case of not letting your kind of bias, you know, kind of cloud your vision here. You know, either talking you into a bad bet or out of a good bet and what i'm talking about is Rutgers and uh, iowa remember that was the lowest total we've ever seen lowest total since 1995 uh that was what like 30 down to 28 i think it closed 27 it ended up being a 22 to nothing win by iowa again got a little dicey there at the end iowa kept scoring so made me sweat a little bit but low total cashed guess what we have the same situation this week illinois and iowa so this total is around 31 uh I think you should definitely shop around. I see 31s. I see a 31 and a half, and I see a 30 and a half. So ideally, and I was able to find a book at 31 and a half, that's the play, under 31 and a half. If not, I'll take the under 31, 30 and a half, whatever it might be. But I'm hoping for another very low-scoring game in this one. So it's, it's throw it in the, the bucket of it's so low it's got to go over, so you kind of have that bet against the public, fishy, fishy standpoint. But also – a uh, couple things here. One, the Iowa Unders. Iowa Unders are 8-2 and two this year. Uh, remember, their, uh, was it Ferentz's son was the offensive coordinator? There was something in his contract. He had to average 25 a game or he's going to get fired, and I think he did actually get fired. Uh, but I have a system here, um, Iowa Unders just in general, 8-2. and two. But if you look at some of these box scores for Iowa, it's been unbelievable. Uh, they've been playing such low-scoring games. Um, I'll run through the last few with you. Um, let's see 22, nothing last week went under 10 to seven, 12 to 10, 15 to six. I mean, it, they've been on a ridiculous string here and these low, low scoring games. So I'm going to go low total under once again, uh, under 31 and a half. If you can find it 31, whatever the best number, um, you can find for it. But also, um, you have another angle here, a little bit of weather. So I'll take it in Iowa. They are expecting, uh, let's see, nine to 12 mile per hour winds, about 50 degrees. So nothing like, you know, freezing cold and rain and wind, and rain and snow, but you do have the wind here, which we'll take. And then also I was looking at the style of play and how these teams uh, matched up recently. These two teams, two teams played last year and Illinois won the game nine to six. So maybe we get a little bit more of that this year, low total. Again, Iowa's eight and two to the under they've been cashing these low total unders. I think it's set low for a reason. Guys, I'm playing right now. Illinois, Iowa, under, ideally 31 and a half, if not uh, 31. Uh, but give me the under in that one. Now, there's a couple other games that I'm very close on. I'll, I just want to give it a little bit more time. They're both around pick'em prices. Um, it is uh, actually I don't want to give it away. I'll update you guys tomorrow on it because I'm so close on two of these teams. But I just want to give it another day, see if any sharp moves come in. Uh, but so far for the weekend, Oregon State money line and the Illinois Iowa under. Now, one more bet for you. This one is going to be a banger uh, for a number of different reasons, but we are looking toward Monday Night Football. Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, the biggest game uh, maybe of the regular season, the match rematch of the Super Bowl. I have PTSD because I had Philly uh, in the Super Bowl, and they let me down and blew a 10-point lead or whatever the lead was in the fourth quarter. Anyway, um, this is a play for me on Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs on the money line. I'm not going to mess around. They're minus two and a half. I got them at minus 145, but this is a fade the trendy dog play. Uh, I was waiting for the percentages to come out on Monday. They didn't come out yet, but the, we've had a few days for them to build up. Uh, currently, the Kansas City Chiefs are only getting 40% of bets. 60% of bets are saying, give me Philly, give me the points. You know, Best record in the league, getting points, take it all day. But that means Philly is a trendy dog, a popular play in a heavily bet uh, game here. So Kansas city opened minus two and a half. They even touched three at some shops then kind of got back down to two and a half, but I love the contrarian angle. Um, to me, it's always notable if you're favored and you're still in unpopular bet that creates a fade, the trendy dog opportunity, but also like that, the chiefs are only getting 40% of bets, but 65% of the money. So that's another great angle here uh, to back the Kansas city chiefs in terms of only four out of 10 tickets, but uh, almost two thirds of the money in their favor in terms of the chiefs and then the other angle is favorite off a buy now both of these teams are coming off a buy but we've seen historically is that the favorite off a buy has been much better than the dog off a buy Uh, favorites off a buy especially road favorites that's really the best angle but favorites off a buy i think around 57 percent ats something like that Uh, so it seems obvious you know hey uh, take philly great team in the points no, I think it's a play here to back Kansas City, and then the one other addition, which everyone's eyes are gonna roll back in the back of their heads, that I wanted to mention, is Taylor Swift. That's right, T Swift. Uh, there are rumors going on right now. I know this is nauseating um, because everyone's like, "Shut up, Taylor Swift. We don't care. We want. We care about football, not the you know the paparazzi." But there are rumors, and now this, you know how big it's becoming. My wife, Elise. She's all in on this Taylor Swift gossip. Like what's TMZ saying? What's the, you know, she changed the lyrics in her song to say my guy and the chiefs coming straight home to me. Like she's all in and she doesn't even like football. So maybe she'll actually watch the game with me Monday night. Uh, But anyway, the new rumor is that uh, Taylor Swift's parents are going to meet Travis Kelsey's parents. So meet the parents at the game in the luxury suite. Uh, I got to actually look at Travis Kelsey's props because uh, the crazy thing is every time she goes to a game, he goes way over his catches and yards and anytime touchdowns and stuff like that. Uh, but a little nugget there, you know. If, if she's going to be in the stands, it's meet the parents. Then maybe that's another little uh, little boost here for the Kansas City Chiefs at home. But I'm going Chiefs, guys, at home on the money line. Uh, she got the Chiefs at minus one forty five. So that about does it for today's Veasan Daily Morning Bets podcast, episode nine twenty eight. Reminder: If you enjoy Veasan and you want more Veasan in your life. Uh, or let me, let me say this. If you enjoy Vison, and in particular, you enjoy the market insights pod or the morning bets pod or the sharp reports that I write or the style of betting that I kind of teach and talk about every single day. Uh, maybe you never knew about data-driven betting. You never really put much stock into what a line opened at, how it moved, you know, looking at percentages, betting systems, fading, trendy dogs, reverse line moves. Uh, you notice I never, never talk parlays on the pod because they're a handout to the book. So you're better off flat betting than you are parlaying. But if any of the things we talk about on the pod have helped you to become a sharper better, maybe maybe just like 1% sharper since listening or one little thing each pod or uh, has helped you or maybe you just enjoy you know, having your card and then tuning into the pod and seeing what, what I have and where do we overlap. Uh, but anyway, uh, I want to thank you for listening to the pod. Uh, shameless plug, if you want to give it five stars on whatever platform you listen to, Spotify, um, Amazon, iTunes, whatever, I would really appreciate that what I'd really appreciate even more is if you went and bought my book. Support the team. Make me happy. I know the holidays are coming up, and I know you have no clue what to get. Your Uncle Jack or your grandfather or your cousin or your son. Uh, You know know what they want? They want the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Buy a copy of my book for you or for a friend. It makes a great stocking stuffer. It's only 20 bucks, and it's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person, how to shop for the best line, bankroll management, chapters on all the major sports, all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you already bought a copy, thank you so much. Uh, if you're thinking about it, go do it. Support the team, uh, and uh, and you know teach someone how to be a sharp contrarian, data driven better. Uh, but anyway, guys, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut. At the Encore in Boston or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield or out in New York, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State or out in the desert where the True Grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point or and Sharp Contrain plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. Uh, you're going to show me that primetime under for Monday. You're definitely going to rip up that St. John's ticket. We beat the closing line and they still got blown out. Uh, but you know what you're going to show me? You're going to show me a wake and rake. I used to work for a company where we had uh, an article called wake and rake. Uh, And if you know who you know, you know who you are, you know who you are. Um, Those are some great times. But anyway, wake and rake UVM, baby. Uh, Ken Palm, sound the alarm. Had him winning the game. And what happened? They won the game, even though Vegas had him as a dog. So my Vermont Catamounts, proud alumni, alumnus. Is it alumni, alumnus? Uh, Proud alum, I should say. Uh, with UVM coming through for the team. But guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So a sharp contrarian plays all night long. Uh, So with that being said, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. Always remember that. We were on the sharp side of St. John's on Monday. They got blown out. We did our part. You know, the team we bet on just didn't do theirs. But if we can consistently Get down on games that fit our model. Check off the boxes against the public, with the house, with the pros. Flat bet. Avoid parlays. Get some CLV. If we can do that, we're gonna be we're gonna be good long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Wish me luck. Softball first playoff game. We need a winner here tonight, guys. Um, I'm ready to go. I got the eye black. I got the seeds. Uh, I'm I'm ready to uh, to give it all I got here tonight. uh, To hopefully uh, advance to the second round of the uh, Cambridge Beer League softball. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Enjoy the sweats. I'm jumping on chart money with my buddy Patrick Maher at four. I'll see you guys back tomorrow, and uh, we'll, see, we'll keep grinding, guys. So enjoy the sweats. Have a great Thirsty Thursday. And as always, hopefully, you can cash some tickets because that's what it's all about. Good luck, everybody. Have a great night.
0: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.